Welcome to On Course, the teaching ministry of Pastor Hart Ramsey. And the wisdom of God transcends, it lifts you over. Where we offer simple biblical insight into some of life's most pressing issues. Love is a manifestation of strength. The Holy Spirit produces nothing but strength in us. I want to show you. Prepare for the next few minutes to be encouraged, enlightened, and inspired. Let's join Pastor Ramsey and get on course. So under that covenant, God told him, I'll do these things in due season for you if you respect my covenant. Everybody say, respect my covenant. Now, but he says now, he said, I will have respect unto you and make you fruitful and establish you and establish rather my covenant with you. Look at verse 10. He said, and you shall eat old store and bring forth the old because of the. He said, I don't understand what it means. I'm about to help you. We're not under the old covenant now. We're under the new covenant. And everything that God has told us to do, God, he, told, he told Israel, if you do these things, then I'll bless you with all these things. But then in Acts 15, Peter said, he said, it was impossible. Neither us nor our fathers could do any of this stuff. Not consistently enough to be blessed. And so what God did, the, the, the purpose of the old covenant of the law was, was not to, to get people to, uh, to prove people to be right. It's to prove that we couldn't please God by ourselves. So now the Bible says in Hebrews 8, 9, and 10 that God, God removed the old covenant, brought a new covenant in. And under the new covenant, that which has better promises, okay, he said we can get all these things through Christ. But I love this because as he says, he says you will eat old store. The things I've started for you of old, he says you will bring forth the old because of the new. That means when I start to acknowledge and, 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 and really pay attention to God's new covenant, which means that Jesus did everything for me, he empowers me to, to live the life I'm supposed to live, all my strength and my power, everything comes from him, now I get the benefit from all the old stuff because I honor the new. Okay, well, that, that was a sidebar. And, and the reason I'm saying this is because we have got to start paying more attention to the new covenant if we're going to get the benefit of the new covenant. Was that too deep? Okay, now go back to to John chapter 8. This is important. In the Lord, victory often comes by continuing with everything in the natural tells you to stop or give up. So what I want to do is I want to to look at this scripture in verse 31. Jesus said to those Jews which believed on him, if you continue in my word. Everybody say continue in my word. That's, That's our first continuing we're looking at, continuing in the word of God. He's saying, I want you to stay in my word, remain in my word, even when it seems to be irrelevant or, diff- or difficult to grasp. There are times when the word of God will come to you and God will have you to do things that just doesn't seem to fit the scenario. And so I was dealing with a situation, there's a financial situation where, where um, I was trying, we try to move some money around. And um, someone says to me, well, well don't you tithe like a whole lot? I said, yeah, what, maybe 30%, 40%? I said, close. Well, that's a good area to cut. And my response was this. You never stop your giving to God to pay your bills. See, now, now here's the crazy part. If I was preaching that to you, you don't hear me preach that all the time to you. You know why? Because I preach it enough. And I'm going to continue to encourage you to do it, but I'm telling you, that's what I do. 
So when my financial advisor say to me, you, you may need to cut here. No, no, no. You never, you continue in that. Why? Because that's a part of continuing. And I'm going to show you tonight what, what the enemy has done is he, he has gotten you to move. He's gotten you to move, to stop doing things a certain way because of the things that's going on in your life. You got it? But the, 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 Jesus said to them, he says, if you continue in my word, then you are my disciples indeed. And he said, you're going to know the truth. Uh, go, go to uh, verse 32. I want to show him something. Give me Amplified Bible. This is going to bless your life. Here's what he said. Uh, in, in Amplified, and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. That's not the one I'm looking for. There's, uh, this, okay, I, I, I'll use that one. Um, in, in the, I thought the Amplified Bible gives us a better Greek rendition. This is closer. Then you will experience for yourself the truth. And literally in the, in the Greek it says, and the truth you experience will free you. He says in order for you, now watch this now, in order for you to, to, to experience the freedom that was purchased for us, he said you have to continue in the word regardless of what's going on. Now this is critical, I'm going to tell you why it's critical. Because what God does, he allows you to go through difficult places and he tells you, I only ask you to do one thing, continue in my word. And it seems in many of those um, things you're going through, continuing in the word is not the right thing to do. It's definitely not the easy thing to do. But what God knows is this. If you do that, you, you're going to have an ex- the word, the word um, um, know in the Greek is a word that means to know by experience or to know experimentally. Okay? What he's saying is, you, when you, as you go through whatever you go, what is it you're going through right now that you're praying about, that you're frustrated about? He said, if, if you stay in my word through this and keep and you put before me, I'm, I'm gonna show you. There's a relationship that's happening also in this. Where we miss it is we try to get the word to work as a formula, as a as a methodology, as a philosophy of life, and not as a relationship. You got it? So you say, the word is going to work for me. The word is going to work for me. But you don't ever talk to Jesus about it. You're not growing in your relationship with Jesus. um, For example, Pastor, I'm raising the kids by myself. Okay, you're raising the kids by yourself. And you're standing on the word. But do you talk to Jesus about, because here's what I want you to know. As 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 I break these words down for you, I can't give you all the stuff that I've studied about this, but I'm going to share this with you. Jesus used a word. Go back up to verse 31. Give me King James. When Jesus said, he could have said a lot of things. But he said this. He says, if you continue my words, then, then are ye my... And he used the word, and the word disciples is a very interesting Greek word. That he chose to use the word mathethes. Is a, there's no reason that he should use that word. M-A-T-H-E-T-E-S. Mathethes. And what, what's strange about that word is, he never used that word to, to explain a relationship between him and people he's teaching before. That's not the word he normally used. He, he used this word, and all of the, the, the philosophers of that day each had a different word to define the, the student-teacher relationship. And the, the word that he used is a very, I'm going to break it down tonight to help you understand. Here's what he said. If you continue my word, you're going to become a certain kind of student. And then you're going to have an experience with truth, and it will free you. Let me show you this. This the, the word, um, the purpose of of continuing in the word, and everybody listen to this. The purpose of continuing in the word is not academic learning. You got it. It's abundant life. It's not. The, I don't continue in the word to learn more. I continue in the word to get an impartation of life. 
That's what Jesus said. He said, you search the scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life, but the scriptures testify of me. He said, but you will come to me that I may give you life. Okay? So, so in your situation you're going through right now, what, what, you, what you're missing is not knowledge. It'd be good to know more. What you're missing is life. You want your life to be a certain kind of way. Am I correct? Okay, okay. How many of you would like to know more about money? Okay. How many of you would like to have more money? How many of you know there's a difference between the two? You see what I'm saying? So so what he's saying to them is, I want to make you the kind of student that don't just know about life. You have it. He said, what the measure of your learning is not going to be you know more about the, the Bible. It's that, you're going, it's that you're able to live more of it. The, 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 he said, well, the kind of disciple you're going to become is the kind of disciple that don't just know more about uh, um, how to get your needs met. No, you're going to be the kind of disciple. Your experience with, with the truth is going, to, is going to actually free you from poverty. That, you, you see the revelation of this? What he's saying is, I'm not going after your head. I'm going after your heart. I'm, I'm, not go, I'm not going after, I'm not putting you in a position to boast more. I'm putting you in a position, watch this now, to have more of me. And in having more of me, you will get all you need and a lot of what you want. Okay, now, I want to show you this. This is going to help you. So this word is spelled M-A-T-H-E-T-E-S. Matithis. Okay? It's, it, the actual definition is a dedicated student. Everybody say that with me. Uh, now, how many of you are graduated from high school? You graduated from high school? Okay, be honest with you. How many of you were dedicated students? Dedicated. How many of you consider me pastor? You know, I just wasn't so, come on. I wasn't so dedicated. I wasn't. I, was. I did enough to pass. My, my, my end game was to get something. Up. You know, my dad didn't like C, so I need to get a B. Okay? The B avoided the beating. So, so my thing is, you know, I, 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 I wasn't dedicated. Most of what I learned, I learned after high school. Okay? Even in college, I wasn't a dedicated student. I didn't become dedicated until I started working on, on my postgraduate degree. I was, really in, I was really inspired to get that PhD. But I'm going to show you this. You know a lot of students who were dedicated. They were committed to not just the subject. They were committed to school. They were committed students. They dressed the part. They looked the part. Jesus said, watch this now. When you come to church, you look around you. There's some believers that's only, they're committed to church but not committed to the Lord. And, and, then, um, and this is not putting a backpack of, of weight or, to, to, or heavy load on you. What I'm saying is our philosophy, our, our perspective of our, of our relationship with Jesus has to change. Because as I was studying this, I was imp- the thing that impressed me the most was that it was saying that the, 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 the student, the disciple's relationship with his teacher was that he, he, he didn't just want to know uh, about the lesson, he wanted to know about the teacher. Stay tuned for more of today's teaching with Pastor Hart Ramsey. Pick up the new release from Stellar Award nominees Hart Ramsey and the NCC Family Choir titled True Story, featuring the lead single, It Is So. It 
pick up the chart-topping release from Hart Ramsey and the NCC Family Choir titled True Story in stores now and available at all digital outlets. Let's go! Have you subscribed to Hart Ramsey's Uplift? It's his national text message service where daily you get to hear from the heart of God through the man of God. Heart Ramsey. To subscribe, simply text the word Uplift to the number 46786. Once again, text the word Uplift to the number 46786. And daily you'll receive a text message designed to uplift your spirit, encourage your heart, and empower your walk. Subscribe today to Heart Ramsey's Uplift. Amen. Now let's get back to today's teaching with Pastor Heart Ramsey. And so I'm going to tell you something. Greg, go down to the piano for a minute. Now, Greg and I, are, are, Greg is a pretty good piano player. I, I used to be. Okay. So, so Greg studies piano, and I, he don't know I'm going to do this. I just put him on the spot. Put, put the piano's up? Okay. So, so I'm putting myself on the spot. Now, now, Greg studies musicians. This is the weird thing. When I was going to play, uh, um, learn to play jazz and, and pop music, I came from an era where the big thing was be original. Be original. We, there were groups like Earth, Wind, and Fire. And everyone had their own sound. Earth, Wind, and Fire, the Commodores. Everybody had their own sound. Be original. But, the, but Greg came up in, in a time where, where people were doing it the right way, which was studying the masters to become a master. So I was sitting with Greg today, and, and he said to me, he said, we, we're going over this song. What song are we playing? That's a jazz song. And so... so Agree on the spot, and so he started. He said, "Man, that sounds like, sound like Herbie Hancock." Herbie Hancock. I'm like, "What's the name of the song?" I thought it was you. How many of you are jazz fans? Okay, how many of you ever heard of Herbie Hancock? You ever heard a song? I thought it was you. I've been a Herbie Hancock fan for years. I ain't never heard that song. And he heard me do. I played this lick. He said, "That sounds like I thought it was you." And so he starts playing this song. Play some of it. I'm like, Herbie didn't play that. So I went to iTunes right there. We pulled it up and shown up. And what's the little lick that was done? He heard that. Just don't play the chord. Just play the lick itself, the lick. I played something like that. He says, that sounds like Herbie Hancock. How do you know that? I'm going to tell you how he knows it. Because he doesn't just know the music. He knows the artist. And the one thing I learned, about, I'm telling you, what, sometimes you think people can't teach you stuff. I've been praying, Greg is, is 32? Shut up. Okay. So, so, so check this out. So, so Greg, I got kids Greg's age. But every time we sit down together to, 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 to share and to, to, to prepare for this jazz thing I'm about to do, I learn so much from him. You know why? Because this is going to blow you away. Because Greg has become this, a disciple of, of, of some of the masters. He doesn't even know it. I learned this from, I learned who, who he is from studying. And here's the thing I have through Greg. He has become to me a resource of information. Because, it's of his, because a part of being a disciple, you have a connection with your teacher through their work. We will talk about that in a minute. Where, where, watch this now. If I want to know how Herbie will play something, I just ask Greg. Greg can hear some, someone playing and say, that sounds like this artist. Or that sound, I, don't even, I can't tell. It sounds like a piano to me. 
And get this. I started playing when I was eight. Do the math. I'm about to, I'm about to throw up double nickels in September. I've been playing for that long. And because I've been playing that long, watch this now, you would think that I've, I'm connected to some type of, of jazz history. Here's the thing. I could play probably three jazz standards. You know what happened? I was writing music for a, a, a gospel group years ago. And a friend of mine who, who went on to be a, a phenomenal songwriter, you know a lot of his songs, um, he, he, went, he went on to, uh, to to do some music, and he was producing for a jazz guitar player named Eric Essex. Eric Essex needed some songs, but this guy had signed a deal, an exclusive deal with a production company. He couldn't write for Eric. He produced Eric's first record, couldn't do the second one. So Eric said, I have a friend. I want you to go to his house. So Eric Essex, I, I, I was hearing his stuff on the radio. He shows up at my house, said, um, El Rock told me to come get some songs. I, the only songs I had were the songs I was writing for this group. He walks into my little studio. I was so embarrassed. When I hit play, he turned and walked out. I got up and walked behind him. I thought something was wrong. He went out, back then with house phones. He asked to borrow the phone. He picked up the phone. He said, man, I love this dude's sound. He took five of my songs for his next record. Three of them became national hits. It was the first time I've, I'd ever heard my song on the radio. Now, here's the thing. I didn't write jazz songs. What he heard were songs before the lyrics went on, and he heard space for his guitar. On that humbug, I became, quote, unquote, a jazz songwriter and a jazz musician. I've never studied jazz. So I have no connection to the jazz masters. You get it? So I could play something that sounded like, and Greg will go, that sounded like this person, that sounded like that person, that sounded, because he's connected to it. Now, how does that fit what we're talking about? You could be around the Lord and the things of God for all your life. But until you become a dedicated student of the Lord, you got it? You can talk about prayer, you can talk spiritually, you can parrot and mimic the things you've heard and seen, but it doesn't give you a relationship with him. And it's going to take you sitting down with someone, and, be, and I'm going to tell you what, what has messed the church up. What we have done, when you study this word that, that, de- um, that deals with disciple of the word, um, Matthias, what, what it deals with is the, the person that you call your teacher may send uh, um, other teachers to teach you his stuff. His, his, his mentality is, teach my disciples the thing I want them to learn so they could know me when I come back. I'm going to show up to teach some classes, but I'm going, you are teaching these little things, you teach them these things, and then I'll come back and teach a big class. And what we have done is, uh, the Lord has put us over his church to teach them about him, and we taught them about us. So the thing is, watch this now, so in the, using the piano analogy, you know how I play, but you don't know how the Lord plays. Now this is important, and, and I promise you, when, when, when our eyes opened to this just today, I would, Lord, you know what, we have not been doing this thing right. So get this, a, 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 a student, a dedicated student has, who has three things going on. Number one, this disciple is a dedicated student who has committed himself to learning about the Lord. Right? You take notes, write this down. He's committed himself to learning. In other words, his whole mentality is learning. Is doing what? Learning. Now let me show you something. Go to Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. I want to show them something. And I hope this is helping you. Matthew 11, verse 28. Here's what Jesus said. 
Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you what? I'll give you what? So the first thing that the, that the teacher does, the first thing that the Lord does, is, is not give you information. He gives you rest. Because he understands, watch this now, that you can't learn his ways if you're not resting. The reason that Jesus did most of his miracles on the Sabbath day was because it was the day when Israel was resting. He needs you resting. He, I heard Joseph Prince say a powerful thing. Grace only flows to the worry-free areas of your life. If you're worrying and you're tied up and you're stressing, grace doesn't get there. So the first thing he does before he teaches you anything, because remember, these are not, these are not you're not going after or learning like mental knowledge. You're going after life. It's not that I want to know more about money. I want to have more money. That's the analogy I'm using. That's the example between that and the music. I, I don't just want to know more. I want to, I want to be, it's one thing to tell me something. And Greg showed me this little lick today. Uh, you remember that, that, that starting on F, F, F sharp, A. Play that for me real quick. I haven't learned it yet. Play it in the context of a chord. Play it in the context of a chord. Okay, good. So you're going to hear me doing that sometime in the near future. I do a variation of it, but it's really sloppy, and I thought it was cool until I heard that. I got to learn how to do that. Now, the reason I'm using these examples is to be very practical with you. See, the, the, the thing with the Lord, here's where we've messed up. Your relationship with the Lord is jacked up because you have a head full of information, but your life is not doing anything with it. And it's only measurable when you're using it. If every time you put in a position where you can choose to do the Lord's thing or your thing and you do your thing, you'll never know how much you've really learned from the master. And he call, they call him the master. They call him rabbi. He was the master teacher. He never taught with, out of, outside of a context, outside of a story or a narrative. Every time Jesus taught a lesson when he was on the earth, he taught the people in the context of a story. So what he's doing in our lives, he's teaching in the context of a narrative. He's using this season of your life to teach you a lesson, and then in the next season he'll teach you something else. What are you learning from the attack? And it can't be I learned this about myself. And I learned this, but Pastor, I learned so much about myself. <laughs> you didn't get the lesson. And you know I learned about life? You didn't get the lesson. Here's what I need to know. What did you learn about the Lord? Because the more I say, here's what Jesus said. He, said. he said they've closed their eyes, they've closed their ears, and it causes their hearts not to understand. He said because the moment, listen to this, he said the moment they open their eyes and they open their ears to me and they, they, they give me their heart, he said I will come in and heal them. I'm going to come in and fix their situation the moment they, they start seeing me and not it. Okay. He says, come unto me, all you that labor, you're struggling, and you have a heavy load. He said, I'm going to give you, the first thing I'm going to give you, rest. Number two, here's what he says. Yoke yourself to me. Go to verse 29. Yoke yourself to me and do what? Now, here's what he said. He didn't say learn. He said learn. He didn't say learn from me. He said learn so my goal is not to learn from the Lord, it's to learn of the Lord. I'm struggling with this person, God, that wronged me and never apologized. Instead of saying, teach me how to forgive the unapologetic, show me you in this situation. Reveal yourself to me in this. And he comes in. 
And what he does is he enlightens your heart and he's not going to show you them. He's going to show you what he did for you. And he's going to build up his love in you. He's going to cause, he's going to show you how much he loves you. And then you will start to love him. Now when you look from him to them, it's not so hard anymore. You know why? Because you experienced the Lord and you got free. You, 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 you experienced the truth and it freed you to deal with them. I'm just going to pray about them. Don't pray about them. Pray about you. Go to the Lord and say, I want to learn of you in this situation. Show me you in this situation. And then when he shows me himself, when he reveals himself to me, now when I'm, so, I'm so caught up gazing at him and walking with him and him loving me and me loving him. Now when I turn to them, you know what? I don't need the apology anymore. Why? I have the Lord. Sometimes it's not that I need the money. I have the Lord. I was watching Gabby Douglas today. They were showing an interview that they did, all the, the final five, the, 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 the gymnastic team. And I, I keep watching. She's so awkward in that setting with them. And I start, here's what I started to pray for her. I said to myself, it came out of my mouth prophetically. I said, she doesn't see like them. The Lord broke her heart. God broke her heart for the sake of her future. He did it on the biggest platform. He broke her heart. And she's struggling. I can, you can see the war that's going on. And, and, and uh, the, she was the four girls, and they met this guy that, that they all, all wanted to meet. And when he comes in the room, they're all giddy. And, they, and she's just standing there. She's trying to fit in. But it's not working for her. You know what? She's not called to that. What she, whatever God called, you keep, mark my words, it's so huge that God had to break her heart in this season so she'd be serviceable and usable in the next. The potter has a wheel. He builds the vessel. It fulfills a purpose. He, it becomes marred. He breaks it down. He builds another vessel. to do. The God is such a genius at this. Lord, take my yoke upon me. You learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest for your soul. You know, he's, no, he keeps talking about the rest. Look at verse 30. He said, my yoke is easy. My burden is light. What the Lord is saying to us, he says, I need you to continue in me. Continue, continue. Until you become this disciple. The first thing is, I'm committed, uh, the, the disciple is a dedicated student who has committed himself to learning. Number two, the disciple is a dedicated student who has a relationship with the teacher and sees the teacher as a mentor. This, this, is, all, this is not Bible stuff. This is actually from the word. I study this word in the theological dictionary of the New Testament. It's a big old book. It's a study Greek words. Now let me help you out with what this means. How do you see the Lord? Is he just the supplier or he's the one that teaches you how to live? He says, continue in my word. Continue in it. Keep going in it. The Greek word is meno, M-E-N-O. It means stay in it. Remain in it. When, when, you're, when you become disappointed, don't put it down. Pick it up. Search it. When you get tired and you, can't, and you say, I'm too tired to read. He said, meditate on it. You, I want your relationship with my word. It, it, I'm going to show you the third point in a minute. Your relationship with my word has everything to do with me. Now look at this. So, so the second thing about this uh, disciple is that they have a relationship with the teacher and they see the teacher as a mentor. In other words, you say to Jesus, show me how to do this. Everybody say that out loud. Say, Jesus, show me how to do this. So the disciples saw John the Baptist teaching his disciples how to pray. They went to Jesus and said, Lord... Teach us to pray. 
like John taught his disciples. He didn't say, no, you always want what people want. He didn't do that. That tells me if I go to the Lord now and say, you know what? So-and-so is doing such a great job with the gift they gave, that you gave them. And I don't even know what mine is. Can you show me what my gift is? What do you think he's going to say? It's so practical. But he's your mentor. You go to him, you say, Lord, um, I, I want to make an impact with my life. Let me tell you what the prayer I prayed before I started this church. I said, Lord, I'm tired of just doing what I need to do to survive. I said, I was born for a purpose and I'm ready for it. Even if I'm not ready, I'm ready to be ready. And the next thing that happened was I got fired. (laughs) But it was that push that made me obey the Lord. Right now, you're trying to be secure and God is trying to make you strong. Sometimes security and strength can't share the same space. Sometimes what has to happen is that God, you have to allow God to to put you in a position where you become strong so you can be secure. We hope you've enjoyed today's teaching courtesy of On Course with Heart Ramsey. We invite you to join the NCC family for our weekly services in Dothan and Montgomery, Alabama and Atlanta, Georgia. For service times and locations, visit our website, nccfamily.org. Again, nccfamily.org. We invite you to follow Pastor Hart Ramsey on social media, on Twitter at Hart Ramsey, on Facebook at Hart Ramsey Media, and on Instagram at Pastor Hart Ramsey. Be sure to join us next time as we continue to dive into God's Word as we get on course with Hart Ramsey.